viu rico namorar pobre? Hello, everyone. All right, I am back. No everybody. one cares. I'm sorry that I was gone. Everybody missed me. Not a single person said <laughs> everybody forgot, a actually. damn thing about you. In fact, somebody asked me, they were like, is Shane still on the show? And I was like, who knows? Because Tune they were, in next they were, week to they find were out. concerned. They, they were like, oh my God, I might have to stop listening. I doubt it, honey. So we have a special <laughs> guest here today. Hey, everybody. What's up? It's my cousin, <laughs> Bianca Baskin. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be on Sela T. It is such an honor. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm visiting right now from Orlando. Um, and yeah, I'm a student. I'm a model. You guys can follow me on my Instagram handle. It's uh, <coughs> Bianca Knows Best. And, Get that um, plug. Yeah, yes. I'm excited to deliver you guys the tea today. So let's Oh, <laughs> all right. Good job, B. She's a natural. It runs in the family. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to open it up by saying I watched Black Mirror. Did anybody watch Black Mirror? Yes. yes. The first yes. episode of Black Mirror had me so fucked up. Like It really did. Is that the Miley Cyrus one? No. Okay, I want to say the Miley Cyrus one is the lowest rated of all time. It's dumb as hell. And I haven't watched it yet, but I plan on watching at least one of them. Ashley too. Ashley. Yeah. That one is dumb as hell. <laughs> I don't recommend that. The first one... I was just, I don't not even know how to feel, honestly. Like, it was just very, I don't even know. I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know what to say. It gave, like, the classic Black Mirror vibes, I guess. Yes. But just the direction that it took made me fear the future. Like, literally. Literally, and I mean relationships in the future. Like So true. So if you have not watched it, episode one <laughs> is about to fuck you up. So just yes, go ahead and will. put your seatbelt on. Just leave him now, sis. Leave just him now, sis. Dump him now. <laughs> dump him now, because you know what? You can't trust these men. Okay, anybody else? Um, yeah, this is a quick one, but uh, Bon Iver released new music last week. Um, and it's really great. We all think that he's going to be releasing a new album soon. He just announced a new tour Ooh. as well. Uh, but he's one of my favorite artists, and his new music is really good, so check it out. Oh, I love Bon Iver. Me too. That's when I was like in my moody stage of life, and I was like crying to Bon Iver. My moody stage has never ended. <laughs> Sherry, have you watched anything? Um... Not watched anything, more like went somewhere. So I have like a field trip series and uh, Amanda, Bianca, and I actually went to the Trap Music Museum. It was kind of spearheaded by T.I. or Tip, if you're from Atlanta. <laughs> T.I.P. Um, and it was really cool. Learned a lot of information about trap music in general. Uh, very interesting culture. Very... If you don't know what a bando is, go to the Trap Music Museum. Except for, I have one critique. I don't want to be inside of an escape room and people are pulling up on me. That's not exactly. fun for me. Because I'm trying to get out the room and then randomly, all of a sudden, people are running through the place. Like crackheads, like all these. Oh I'm like, this it's is part just, of the experience. Yeah. That's why they made a sign of waiver. They were like, if, yep. people, if you <laughs> right. get scared and break your right. neck, exactly. we're not liable. Yeah. If you're pregnant, have heart problems, like consult <laughs> right. your doctor before doing this escape room because you might die. Well, like, there's truly. two different things. You could just do the museum or you could do the escape room and the museum. Right. So but if it was you have fun. problems, uh, choose wisely. You can just view the exhibit if you'd like. Right. But it was really cool. Yeah, it was. interesting. I had a great time. Yeah. All right, B, did you see anything this week? 
Um, I did see something this week. I'm pretty sure right now most people have probably heard about When They See Us on Netflix, the Central Park Five Boys. Um, It is definitely a series of emotions you go through watching it, but I feel like it's something that everybody needs to watch and really learn from and just to kind of be aware of your history and, you know, try to prevent things from ever happening like this again in the past. And, you know, it the actors did such an amazing job and everybody's been talking about it lately. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't gone to see it, just definitely go see it. It is a little crazy. It might take a few days to get through the episodes mm. one at a time, but definitely give it a watch. I'm like, mm. I cannot watch stuff like that. Like, it stays with me forever. It's like Roots. Like, Django <laughs> was not even that type of movie, and I right. literally had nightmares about Django until mm, mm-hmm. yesterday. Like, I am terrified by, mm-hmm. like, yeah. race movies. But did you guys see that the prosecutor from the Central Park Five case actually just did an op-ed with, I think, the New York Times, where mm-hmm. she was like, the movie, the, the things that the movie got wrong, or whatever. I was like, yeah, girl, like, girl, bye. Don't try bye. to bury your conscience now, right, because you're trying to put right. these people in jail forever. Right, like trash hmm. next canceled. real quick on a total opposite note this is about petty white women but have we watched big little lies because <laughs> it is yet. so good oh my god, oh my god it my god, is god. so good big little lies is like you know that meme the lady melting sherry we've talked yes. about this every day yes. that's literally how i feel about big little lies i'm like amanda yeah. this isn't a spoiler but big little lies Season two, episode one, has my favorite Meryl Streep moment in her entire career. Oh, I'm. Oh, wow. I need to watch it. We're going to watch it tonight, boo. What do you mean? Okay, perfect. (laughs) We're going to put our our pajamas. Get that wine out. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I was really petty. And after Game of Thrones, I called Xfinity to cancel HBO. So (gasps) I need to. (laughs) Girl. Damn, they got other stuff. Listen, (laughs) I I told you I was really petty. So (laughs) my mom has HBO, and therefore, so do I. I, I log in with her account. So I'm going to need someone's login because it'll take me a little time to get back on to HBO. Oh, I feel that, though. That's very serious. Mm-hmm. I definitely understand. Okay, so, of course, social media is a crazy, crazy world. And Sherry actually brought this to Shane and I's attention. I don't know if... <laughs> sorry. What? This is a mess. <laughs> it is a mess. I think you're laughing at me. Like, no, I I'm did, just like, imagining I'm it. I'm scared to know what it is. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if anybody saw this. There was a freaking billboard put up on the interstate mm. in the city of Atlanta with a woman's headshot. <laughs> and it reads, attention, Mr. Perry. Raquel ba- What's her name? Raquel Bailey is your next leading lady with her Instagram handle. Tyler Perry reposted this. <laughs> And really was not okay with it. He said, this is him typing it. Uh, so here's the deal. This is not the way to get my attention if you're looking for a role in one of my shows. Please do not do this. Save your money. This is the third time that someone has done this. Please stop. To audition is free. I'm sure you can use that money for a better purpose. I love that you want to work with me and I love that you invest in yourself. When you do things like this, it puts my team on high alert and makes me look at you sideways. I know the message that you want to send is a positive one, but this comes across as the opposite. Again, the best way to work for me is to audition and it is free. And he continues to go on. I'm going to open up the floor. Um. (laughs) What are our thoughts? I mean... How embarrassing. So... Like, what? What? 
Okay, so I guess I'm going to start first. So before Tyler Perry posted his response on Instagram, there was actually an article about this. So I like saw it and I was like, oh, interesting. Like, why is someone posting a billboard? Apparently she saved for like almost a year. Yeah, oh my I swear. God. Like she saved that for almost a year to do this because crazy. it's insane. And um, actually I'm seeing now uh, on YouTube on Breakfast Club on the podcast, um, she's sitting opposite. <laughs> she's sitting opposite. No, Tyler Perry. And they're talking about, oh my God, it worked. Like, wait, she was on the breakfast club with Tyler Perry. It's on YouTube. First of all, I do not condone the breakfast club in any way, shape or form. But we like, say that. she's literally, it said it actually worked for this aspiring actress. Now, besides it working Why? or not. How did it work? Like, it didn't. No, because it got his attention. But the problem yeah, but is attention. not all attention is good attention. Right. right. So the issue that I have, so I have an issue with both of them. And they're both very distinct. I wouldn't say anyone is right in the situation. The way that she handled it, if you are an actress, you know better than that, sis. You know you will get blacklisted if you do a billboard like that. Every single casting director that sees that billboard says, Scratch. Right. <laughs> Never want to work Remember with her. Remember that That's name. That's scary. That's scary. Versus Tyler Perry. You know what? I know that she shouted you out in public, but you didn't have to go ahead and... It, that's like professional sabotage almost because this woman doesn't have a career. You have a huge platform and you basically shitted on this woman's whole career. There are people like Marlon Wayans, like people will never work with her. Like this is a bad look. I'm sure he's going to remember her name and make sure not to work with her. You know what I mean? It was an interesting dichotomy thinking because that scared me. It really did. My thing that the way that Tyler Perry worded it to me wasn't slanderous, like towards her. I didn't think I didn't read his response as like completely like slandering this woman. I read it as like, you don't have to do this. Like you can like like you can audition for free. There's no need to go pay. Like yeah, you got my attention, but like I need to use this now as a means to be like don't do this. Like don't waste your money. But it's like, it's more like it's not his response. He also commented on her saying she was great in the night of. Like, yeah. He was, he was like, well, he, was like, he yeah, saw. You were great. You could have auditioned for me. Right. Like the problem with that is it's the other people in the industry that are now like, whoa, I don't want to work with her because a lot of people were like, you know, that could have been a really nice email. So this is my thoughts on this. Actors and other people in the entertainment industry have a way of being so shameless. And it really is degrading to the craft. When you try to do these gimmicky type of, a th of things where it's like, let me put a billboard up to get someone's attention. Why don't you take yourself fucking seriously as an actor? Try that first. Why are you immediately jumping to let's put a billboard up? It seems like a cry for attention and help, honestly. Well, like, it's not... Let's, let's stop reducing the art of acting to doing random hat tricks to get people's attention why don't you go to an acting class and get some training and be a good actor well why don't you act for the sake of loving it why don't right. you act because you like doing it like right. and it, my thing is with, with this whole situation like regardless of what tyler perry said like uh, this girl put her face on a billboard and targeted tyler perry <laughs> so like in that regard like i think in my opinion, I'm like, he can do whatever the hell he wants because this woman has already done it. Like, right. she has already plastered her face on a billboard in the middle of Atlanta. Like, how much money did that cost, girl? It cost about $3,000, I think. Right. Between $1,000 and $3,000. Something like that. But it's just ridiculous to me. I was about and to say, you does, know how many acting classes you could get for that, but honestly, not much. One, right. one. <laughs> <laughs> one month of classes. <laughs> no, honestly, though, I, this stuff like this really makes me mad. And it just makes me think about the uh, it, when people act in this way, 
in this profession, it makes me want to like take the next exit out. Right. Because I'm like, I don't want to be a part associated with this group of people. Like, you don't see people applying for corporate jobs, plastering a billboard. Like, this is my resume. Please hire me, Google. Google would literally hysterically <laughs> laugh and keep it moving. Why would you think that that would work? And, it, and, and even if it does work, it shouldn't work. Let's take ourselves fucking seriously. It's annoying and it's rude. This just reminds me of how shameless people can be even in like a day-to-day the three of us went to a lunch where a local casting director who's huge they cast so many things they are kind enough to host these lunches and they announce them on twitter and so they can interact with actors in real life you would think that this would be a great opportunity for people to be normal and have conversations with these people as professional actors and that is the opposite of what you get people show up and are basically on their hands and knees begging these people for attention they and came I'm like, out of the woodwork like they <laughs> <laughs> we're hanging from the ceiling right. descending and like, like this man is just trying to sit here eat his burger and people are so close to him that they're too eating his burger like that <laughs> can i get a bite right hey just <laughs> quick question um um and nobody's asking questions they're just standing there trying to get as much face time as possible it's like you look fucking crazy if i were the casting director would be like okay i'm so glad you sat here for an hour and looked at your face because i'm never gonna fucking cast you in anything you fucking weirdo they're also all asking these same exact questions none of them are actually asking like they're not being like casual and like talking to these people. They're asking, how can I be seen by you? How can I actually get my like stuff in? What did you think of my last take? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> did I even see it? Like, <laughs> And it's just so frustrating because there's this idea that you have to do like crazy shit in order to get cast. But it's like, if you are a professional person, there are many avenues to do that. Mm -hmm. It's called get training, get a reel, get a headshot, audition for agents. And now you're auditioning <clears throat> for Tyler Perry. I feel like I have, I don't know exactly how to feel about this because I feel like as of lately, people have been trying so hard to find loopholes to yes. get ahead of everybody. Like prime mm -hmm. example, Kim Kardashian, she's going to become a lawyer all of a sudden, Bitch. but people literally like go to law school <laughs> for years to do that. Kendall, Kendall Jenner, like she literally told her mom one day, like a couple of years ago on Kim Kardashian's, I want to be a model. And the next day she was like having photo shoots with Calvin Klein. And now she's one of the highest paid models models over girls that literally have been working in the same industry as her slaving for years and bust their behind to get up there the yeah. mom from full house she's trying to pay for her daughter <laughs> to get into an ivy league college as like, what's not an ivy league it was oh. a state school um anyways um, said earlier, but, um, she's going to the big house but what what <laughs> makes this girl different who put up a billboard to get the attention of a huge mm -hmm. producer and director why, why is that different because it's not seem to be to, to accept the other things that these other people did but really like for her to do that it's wrong like this is what i have to say she worked for the money to it's, put the billboard up she and she guys she got exactly what she he, she wanted for him from him maybe she just really wanted to put her face out there and him taking that picture of her and putting it on his instagram for his millions of followers to see she literally got the reaction she was looking for in my opinion so to me i think that a lot of people think of short term they don't think of long term mm -hmm. that you're not about to get an oscar ever in your life if you put your face on a billboard but you most people have, don't want Oscars. You can have a cameo in this movie. You'll be the waitress and you'll drop off the food and you'll keep it moving. But you'll never be the main actor in the scene because I, you made a monkey of yourself for no reason. Most people don't want okay. that. Right. And they thinking, do though. They do, but they just don't know how to get there. Maybe they don't want an Oscar, but they want to be a series regular on a TV show. Mm, they want I, to be the main character in a movie. 
or they think, but they don't, if you're thinking short term, yeah, you got this man's attention, you're gonna get maybe one role out of it. But everyone's always gonna remember you as the girl who put her face on a billboard on the interstate begging Tyler Perry for attention, why? Why don't you get his attention with your talent? Why don't you get his attention with your hard work? What the hell are you putting a billboard up for? I disagree with you because I think most people, they kind of want to be Felicia and Friday. They want that good role where you could say, that was me. They're See, not necessarily thinking about an acting career. I think is what they want an acting job. Well, then right. get the hell out of the way. Like, <laughs> right, are right. you kidding me? Like, then that, that going right. back to the short term versus long term thing, I feel like most people who have a long term goal are more oriented into the concept that like listen I do this because I love doing it and like I would love to make a career out of it where like that is my only source of income is coming from acting stuff but I'm gonna do what I need to get there and I'm gonna take what I can I don't need to come like Mm -hmm. broadcast myself up to like the level of Tyler Perry or like directors Mm -hmm. like that like I just want to have good material at this level that is just satisfying me do I care if like all these people see it of course I would love them to see it however if they don't at the end of the day I did it because I love it right and it's not because like I want you know, to get all this attention from it. And that's the problem is that I think a lot of, you don't see this as much in, well, you don't really see it at all in theater right. in the U.S., but you see it in film and TV all the time where people yeah. who have never taken an acting class in their life want to be actors, and so they just do it for the attention of it. Yes. And that's all they, that's just what they crave. They crave that's the like, attention. And yeah, getting the attention of people whenever you're in a film or on stage is great, but you also need to love the craft and the work of it and the time that goes in so that the actual work that you put in is more worthwhile than the and product. respect it. it this to me shows me that you have no respect for the craft right. of acting right because if you think it is that easy that all you need to do is put a billboard up and all of a right. sudden you're a fucking actor like that's just really offensive and to people point, who are actual actors i don't want to work with you at all like i don't want to be on set with you if i get on set with this mm-hmm. girl i'm like oh that's the girl who put her face on a billboard right. in atlanta for tyler perry like, right so um i tell you about my wretched restaurant that I work at all the time. And I work with these people who are milling about careers and just happen to land at this restaurant. Except for me, because I have stuff going on. Anyway, so these people are almost twice my age. And there's this guy who's like always an extra on these Atlanta TV shows. And he asked me all the time, how come you've never been cast? How come you're not in a callback? This is what you should do, blah, blah, blah. I was in this, I was in that. And I was like, okay, well, my thing is, I don't wanna be an extra. I don't wanna be a professional extra. And first of all, everybody, let's talk about this podcast. Stop telling people what they should do about their careers. When you're a motherfucking doctor, I don't tell you what your career path is supposed to be. I went to school for this motherfucking bullshit. So (laughs) stop telling me what I should do. And that is such a real thing to say because you will literally be at fucking Publix and someone's like, oh, what do you do? Like small talk. And you're like, I'm an actor. They're like, oh, you know what you should do? Sir, you're a cashier at, at Kroger. How are you going to tell me what I need to do for my acting career? What are you talking about? Another thing, too, that I've seen a lot of, no, I, don't, I was going to say lately, but really all the time, but that people, especially going back to the extras thing, people love to basically say that, like, oh, well, you got to take what you can get. You got to take the extras. Yep. I'm like, no, the hell I don't. I don't. I don't. You, Amelia Clark, whenever she got cast as Daenerys Targaryen, had said that for a year, she's not going to accept anything that's not big. And, like, you know what? Like, props to her for that. Like, she wanted to work on herself and only accept things that she thought was, like, you know what? Like, this is it. Like, this is a role. Right. If you don't want to be an extra, don't be an extra. It's right. not going to inhibit your career if you decide not to take an extra role. Right. Like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to cast myself as an extra. Right. I don't yeah. want that to be what people see me as. I want people to see me 
as you know a higher like having like a more substantial role it doesn't have to be the leading man i don't care i just want something meaty and something like actually like worthwhile and like mm-hmm. is actually artistically satisfying i totally agree with that i yeah. could not agree more but honestly yeah. i have to say i don't hope this i hope this girl continues to have a career like i'm not that malicious that i'm like i hope she never works again like okay but learn um, your lesson but learn your lesson yeah let's not do this again and everybody else who is like oh my god this is a great idea don't do it either it's tacky it's disgusting like it's so and he said it he's like this is the third time this has happened that part killed me because i'm like wait people <laughs> have done this before <laughs> like let what? The, let it end here let it end oh, here god. Okay, well, we will be right back after a short break, and we're going to talk about some fake boobies. My fave. (laughs) We are back. So, Cardi B, everyone knows, had a baby almost a year ago. I think she's 11 months this week. Mm -hmm. And... The world was so marveled by her snapback. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, she looks amazing. What is she doing? I want her diet. I want her workout routine. And then all the rumors really started swirling when she popped out onto the billboard red carpet in that yellow two-piece outfit and her stomach was on flat flat, as Drake would say. And people started speculating, (laughs) is there plastic surgery? Is there not? And, you know, Cardi didn't really say much about it. She was kind of quiet. For a little while, but then she finally admitted that she had some work done. I mean, honestly, looking at that picture, I feel like anybody with the right mind can tell that her stomach looks like, you know, it looks like super cratered. Like, literally, oh, I don't understand. Like, it looks like some cheese. Like, I don't know. What? what? It looked like a mouse just, like, well, bit into some oh cheese. Oh and, God. like, that was Cardi B's stomach because clearly it was uneven. It w- it looked oh like God. she had abs, but then she didn't have abs. Like, I wasn't really sure what was going on. Like, you tell that there's definitely some scar tissue under there and she just mm-hmm. decided not to heal. Like, she literally disappeared for two weeks and came back in a two-piece. Like, what? Well, here's the thing. That, What's that yellow dress was two-piece, but so is that body. From the upper body to the stomach and her legs is different color. Like, it's not the same. It's like, it's so soft and like up here and in the face and in the neck and in the titties. But then, once you get the... It just... <laughs> Bro, she went from a 340 to a 220. Ooh, Trenty, 340 oh to 220. She has to get two tones when she goes to Sephora. Yes. Like, but also, some of her was like sprayed with glitter, but the rest of her wasn't. So I don't know what that was. Like, I don't know if it was like texturizing. Like, that's what, but no, like, if you look at the stomach and you zoom in, there's like, it's like glittered, but then everything up here is fine. So I don't know what she's going for, what she's doing. They were trying to mask. The work. Well, you gotta do it better than that. Like, you gotta, <laughs> like... No, like- I don't know. My thing was, I don't even know what the theme was of this event, but the two-piece wasn't even cute. And why would her team let her leave the house looking like that? Well, you like, got, you're paying the these people to make you look good, and they let you look like trash. <laughs> Just as I expected. Trash. Like, what well, are you doing? listen, if you got work done, 
accentuate the work. Right. Show off the work. Right. Don't try to glitter spray it up. Well, I think that she, I don't think she was going to ever, I don't think she was ever going to say that she had plastic surgery, but then people would not stop talking about it after that outfit came out. And so she like, she had to say something because it was like, the jig is up. The cat is out of the bag. Like people know. And listen, I love Cardi B. Like she is so real. Like with everyone, like she doesn't give a damn. Right. Like, so in that regard, I'm like, listen, do you think? However, stop trying to hide it. But I, I, I don't, okay. So I don't really know how, how I feel about this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I think that there's so much pressure nowadays for people to look so perfect that everybody gets plastic surgery. Like elementary school teachers get Brazilian butt lips. I mean, she, she has said that. Cardi B has said that before. She said, when I was stripping, I felt fine about my body. I didn't give a damn. I was spreading my whole vagina lips apart. <laughs> and I didn't care hole. what people were That's looking at. This, she basically my whole. <laughs> and, um... She said after she got into the real limelight, she was like, then that's when I felt like I need to get a boob job. And then she admitted later, she said, after culture, I got another boob job because she ruined my tits. And I was like, (laughs) she said that. Um, And she's like, I just wanted to feel good again. So it's sad because she she even has a lyric. The only thing fake is the boobs. We can't even say that about you anymore. No, but she also has ass shots. So she was lying when she said that. Exactly. (laughs) Bingo. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like this plastic surgery craze is not is not it like people just don't look good and they think it's just that so many people look like that now that it's like almost becoming like normal this is what people look like but it's just it's scaring me like yeah. people don't look yeah normal. i mean deformed yeah it's sad like it's everyone keeps on saying let's get back to the 90s let's get back to real bodies Please, like Aaliyah. <laughs> What? Let's not go back to the nineties. I, <laughs> I agree with you, Shane. I'm with you. That's what that's what, they, with you. that's what people say. Like, I want a real woman like Aaliyah. Like But they don't about that. They don't because they're gonna cheat that. on their real woman with a woman who looks like everybody else on Instagram. You're true. So I don't understand. Like I don't men think are a whole different topic when it comes to plastic surgery because they don't know what they want. They I also don't think do that Aaliyah right. represents the nineties. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like that's right. I, and she was pretty mm. and honestly. Real bodies like Aaliyah, she was like stick thin. Nobody right. looks like that. Right. And like I don't have a BBL and I don't look like Aaliyah, honey. Like, right. right. Well, I have a big, big Mac that I eat twice a <laughs> oh week. My God. Well, that's not fair because Aaliyah was 14 and was pregnant, so she had different curves. So that's oh, she was pregnant? It Girl, was, it was R. Kelly's documentary. child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so she had different curves at a young 15. age. She So she had to be pregnant at 14? True. Girl, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's unfortunate because we still have different body standards for young girls. She was pregnant. At what? 14, I just got my period. Like, that's not even fair. Right. Come on. Like, it's it's just sad, the <clears throat> industry and what's happening to men and women. Yeah, and that's my... It's not even just the industry. Like, it, people are influencing regular people. Like, people on Instagram are influencing regular people. Like, there are bitches who are completely famous. All expenses is paid for just because they have a fat ass and a flat stomach and some big tits. Flat tummy tea. Right. And it's, like, this whole idea that, like, if you want to have the life that you want, you have to look a certain way. 
I feel like body standards definitely change over time and right now everyone's just kind of going through basically what Kylie Jenner looks like. It's like the look that everybody is craving to have, like the plump lips, yep. the perfectly pinched nose, curvy waist. Yep. And a lot of people are like, when people get plastic surgery to look like that, people say things like, oh, well, why do you want to look like that? That's probably going to be out of style in the next True. X amount of years. But honestly, to me, a curvy woman could never go out of style. And if a woman has the funds to change her body or to to just enhance the way she looks, I feel like she should be able to do that. And a lot of people have different views about girls wearing makeup, girls having weave and stuff like that. And I feel like if you do a, something permanent like plastic surgery, you shouldn't get shunned for it because people are still doing, you know, like I said, wearing makeup and doing hair extensions. Guys do stuff too. Like guys will go out and talk about all the money they have. Guys flaunt their money and girls like I feel like feel like they have to flaunt their body to get what they want and honestly that's just how society is now but i was talking about this kind of similar thing the other day to somebody and in regards to like men versus women when it comes to like body standards it like it is scientifically true that like it is easier for men to like work out and put on muscle and tone and like get the ideal male standard body Mm-hmm. naturally by working out mm-hmm. yeah yes. some men use steroids some men like you know but you go and like lift weights you eat like the proper diet you can bulk and you can tone and you can achieve the ideal you know male body standard mm-hmm. that's not the case for women it's just not like based off of body chemistry and i don't know why we shame and shun women whenever they do get work done like if you want to get work done like you said if you have the means and the funds to do it and it's what you want to do you should be able to do it well exactly. i think that there is a fine line i have nothing against people getting work done i think that's totally normal i'll probably get work done at some point in my life like who knows i've wanted a boob job forever but my problem lies in the model image of what we are getting done like I'm sorry, Khloe Kardashian looks like she belongs in a bug life, a bug's life. Like, why do you want to get a body that looks like her? She looks deformed. She looks deformed. Like, it does not look normal. I think sometimes people take it too far. Yeah, she literally like, looks like she is... Uh, she's an ant. Men take it too far, too. Whenever men use servers or whenever they just body build so much. Like, I mean, I get that it's a sport, but at the same time, like, it just looks unnatural. It, it doesn't exactly. look sexually appealing. No. Like, it's, it's not... Whereas, and I think women can do the same thing. You can right. get things to the point that it looks way too unnatural. You can waist train too far. Like, you can do all these things that just make you look just unnatural. And fact, people, like men who use steroids, people literally put their health at risk to have a fat ass. I'm like, you're going to get ass shots in someone's garage yep. so you can look like Khloe Kardashian. And remove ribs. Get your ass filled with cement, other fillers, who the fuck else knows. Like, that's just crazy to me. Why would you want to do that? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's definitely limits to everything and too much of anything is a bad thing. But, like, people that take it to that extent definitely do have, like, some form of body dysmorphia or something because like, there's, like you said, Cher, there's even mm-hmm. people, girls who literally remove their ribs. They have, like, over 30 surgeries and these doctors that keep performing on them just are literally condoning it's like if i walked right now into the tattoo shop i'm like hey can you tattoo shit face right here on my forehead like i don't know i feel like the people around them are also condoning because if, yes. if the doctors weren't doing the surgeries then these people wouldn't be looking about it but we're in such like a money hungry right. society like people literally don't that even t- care that tattoo artist will put shit face on your right forehead. he's like, like yeah right. 500 dollars right. like i'm gonna go get myself some 
some, uh, you know, some steak, <laughs> some lobster tonight. And like, then maybe tell the person my, that I go rat. out with, I just tattooed shit face on a girl's exactly, face. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I will also say this is not the first time that this has happened in, I would say, fashion. Like, in the 1700s, 1800s, corsets, those also cinched waists. Um, it, that's coming back in waist trainers. I feel like uh, if we look at the trends... Women, if like a bustle, that's what's coming back. That corset and a bustle. But it's not mm-hmm. even the that's body kind of looks like image that bothers me. It's the fact that people are literally willing to deform themselves to that's, look a certain. But way. that's what people were doing in the 1700s to be desirable. And I don't know. Crazy. I think it's sad that women have children and feel an immediate need to look perfect. Like mm-hmm. it is so normal for you to have a child and ha- take years for the weight to come off. Like that mm-hmm. happens. But instead, people women can't even heal naturally because bitches are so worried about having a banging ass body that the second they have a Snap baby, back. they're under the knife. Yeah, <laughs> like Beyonce. Right. Beyonce went through that. We talked about right. that. that. I will say though too, as far as fashion goes, I I do think there is also on the other side though. Like you frankly like you don't need to wear clothes that are not for your body type they just don't do anything to help you and you know what i mean like that's like and that's totally okay you know what i mean like it's it's not like and i don't think we i don't know why people have to shame that and that you have to wear like these are the clothes you need to be wearing like you have to have this and have to have that like Mm -hmm. accentuate the body that you have like you like you've got you like just own it like you know what i mean there are like fashion is adapted to you know different body types and that's totally fine right like i will never you'll never see me in some damn pedal pushers like kim kardashian because i will look like i escaped a playground i know that i'm (laughs) short and i know that that look will not look cute on me like you need to know what looks good on your body like it looks cute on some people i'm not trying to look like i just ran out of somebody's elementary school like i'm not (laughs) this i can't escape the playground Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just hope that we can get to a point where people can just look the way that they look and everyone can just be happy about it. Like, let women have a baby and take some time to get back. Like, it's okay. That's all right. And, and wear some bomb ass clothes and look great in it. Right. And you don't need to be posting on Instagram all the time. Beyonce went full ghost on us for eight months and nobody saw her because she was like, I'm fat and I don't want to be photographed. Okay girl you don't need to people feel so much pressure to like put their whole lives on social media posting bomb ass pictures it's like who cares but unfortunately everybody cares including me it's just the way that it is exactly. Shit, i care too that's why i was silent i care that's me bitches care i'm me like it's me i'm bitches seriously oh man all right well we will be back with royalty after this yes We are back. So, Sherry, yes. once again, you have won royalty. Yes, bitch. <laughs> I know you feel vindicated. <laughs> Shut I up, really Shane. Do. What? Such a damn troll over there. I mean... Okay, so Sherry, you get to go first. Okay. So, my royalty this week is not about me. Surprise, surprise. Um, this is a thread that I saw on Twitter, and it made me laugh. So I am literally going to read this thread to you. This is from Sixth Form Poet. And Sixth Form, that means this person's from England. Because yes. Sixth Form is in England. Or that could also be... Caribbean or something. Uh-huh. Just English descent. 
Okay? So, but I think it's in England because he mentioned Sussex and blah, blah, blah. So here we go. We'll start the story. My dad died. Classic start to a funny story. He was buried in a small village in Sussex. I was really close to my dad, so I visited his grave a lot. I still do. Don't worry. It gets funnier. This is what this person said. I always took flowers to my mom and visited a lot, and she always took flowers to my grandparents um, when they were alive, and then they always took flowers. My dad's grave frequently resembled a solid third place at a Chelsea flower show. I don't know what that is, but let me go on. Nice. (laughs) But I felt bad for the guy buried next to my dad. He never had flowers. He died on Christmas Day, age 37. No one left him flowers. And now there's a pop-up florist in the grave next door. So I started buying him flowers. I started buying flowers for a deceased man I never met. I did this for quite some time, but I never mentioned it to anyone. It was a little private joke with myself. I was making the world a better place one bunch of flowers at a time. I know it sounds weird, but I came to think of him as a friend. I wondered if there was a hidden connection between us, something secretly drawing me to him. Maybe we went to the same school, played for the same football club or whatever. Football is soccer here. Uh, So I googled his name and 10 seconds later, I found him. His wife didn't leave him flowers because he murdered her (gasps) on Christmas Day. After he murdered his wife, he murdered her parents too. And after that, he jumped in front of the only train going through Balcombe Tunnel that Christmas night. That was why no one ever left him flowers. No one except me, of course. I left him flowers. I left him flowers every couple of weeks. Every couple of weeks for two and a half years. I felt terrible for his wife and her parents. Now, I wasn't going to leave them flowers every couple of weeks for two and a half years, but I did feel like I owed some sort of apology. I found out where they were buried, bought flowers, and drove to the cemetery. As I was standing at their graves, mumbling apologies, a woman appeared behind me. She wanted to know who I was and why I was leaving flowers for her aunt and grandparents. Awkward. I explained, and she said, okay, that's weird, but quite sweet. I said, thanks, and yes, it is a bit weird, and oh God, I asked her out for a drink. Incredibly, she said yes. Two years later, she said yes again when I asked her to marry me because that's how I met my wife. The end. What the fuck? (laughs) What? The craziest story. What? Brits do some crazy shit. (laughs) That was truly such a fucking plot twist. So, like, I don't (laughs) even know what. Right? Like, I was shook, so I had to share that. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. That was wild. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'll go next. Okay. Um, Surprise, surprise. Mine is about me again. So, (laughs) because I'm a messy ass. So, anyways. I was not here last week because I was in New York visiting some friends. And I had never, like, gone out in New York before. I only visited with, like, a, whether it was family or whether it was, like, for, like, school stuff. Um, so this is my first time going where, like, I was actually going out. So I told my friend, I was like, listen, we're going to have, like, a, like, hetero night on Friday. And then we're going to have a gay night on Saturday. Yes. So Saturday in the afternoon, we had, like, just been kind of, like, little, like, day drinking a little bit. And then we went to an absinthe bar. I don't know why all my messy ass stories always start with absinthe. Why are you still drinking absinthe? <laughs> because, bitch, Do you guys know because, what absinthe bitch. is? No, never had it. Oh my it. god. Listen. Absinthe is like a hallucinogenic like drink. Wait. <laughs> like it's like, like, like licorice I might flavor. Need to it's green. It's like I might super, need to super, that. super high quality. Oh, I have some. Oh, of course you do. Of course yes. you do. I got a bottle yes. of it in my house. Straight from France with that wormwood extract. What? Catch okay. It. Anyway, so... 
we had had like uh, I just got like a glass of that and then we ended up leaving and we're walking home and like I literally took one step outside of the bar and I was like holy shit I'm drunk as fuck right now and so then we we literally like went into Whole Foods I went and bought like chicken tenders mashed potatoes and asparagus so you paid $50 at Whole Foods yeah drunk as fuck and went and sat out on the sidewalk with like my box without any utensils like trying to just eat some damn food because I didn't think to get a fork when I was in Whole Foods so anyways fast forward I didn't get a chance to take a nap before we went out that night so then we go out and of course we start drinking right away and I meet a couple other friends of mine and we go to this like bar called Barracuda and it's so dead it's so dead. We like walk in and there's like three people there and there's just porn playing on all the TVs. Wait. And we're just like walking in and like there's literally someone getting face fucked like right there on the TV in front of us. What? We're like, okay. But then it's intercut with like random like videos of like nuclear explosions or what? like there was like a frog and then there was like, it was very, very strange. I may have still been hallucinating off absent this time. <laughs> However, anyways, so we like ditched that place. We're like, whatever. But we're going to go to the Eagle because I've been to the Eagle here in Atlanta, which is the leather bar here. And it's a great time, but it's fucking wild. So then we decided, I was like, well, we have to go to the New York one. And so we oh. go there. It's three stories. And it's, once again, it's like a Saturday night and there's like nobody there. It's so like boring. Like there's not a lot of stuff. Once again, there's people getting fisted on the TV. So like that's all going on. And then we what? go upstairs and then we get one drink and there is literally like the same exact song played for 20 minutes straight so loud on like the rooftop part that we were like, okay, we're going to leave again. So then we went to this bar called H- Hardware. Um, <laughs> which was the best one. That, that was the, sounds and we like ended up a place there. that you would go to. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and so we went there and we got fucking trashed at this Ooh. place. So then we're, we're dancing, they're playing songs, and side note, I can't fucking stand Katy Perry, but if we've all heard her new song, it's a fucking bop. And I, I hate that it's a bop. I, I hate that it. it's a bop, but it's a bop. And that was the first night that I heard it. I was like, damn it. So <laughs> I was already like, shit, even drunk as fuck, I was like, god damn it. Like, this is a bop. So anyways, I at some point have to go to the bathroom and I go to like stand at the bathroom and I'm waiting in line and there's one stall in this Ooh. entire bathroom and it's unisex. So there's just a line of people waiting for this. Mm-hmm. There's this guy standing behind me and at one point he gives up. He comes back literally probably 10 minutes later, grabs my hand and yanks me to the back and I was like, okay, like what? Because like, he was hot, like he was hot. So I was like, okay, whatever, let's go. So we go back. Well, he's actually bringing me to another bathroom and it, oh, he goes, he goes, he goes, <laughs> He, go, he, go, he, go, he, he has, like, some accent. I don't know what his accent was until I found out later, but I'm not going to mimic the accent. But regardless, he was like, he was like, I just wanted to show you there's another bathroom back here. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. And I went in, and he's, like, lingering behind me as I'm, like, going to the bathroom. But there's also, like, ten other people in the bathroom because this is, like, a full, like, there are urinals, there's stalls. It's, like, the full deal. So he's, like, standing there in the bathroom. And I was like, all right, great, thanks. Like, wash your hands. I leave. I'm walking out. And as I'm walking out, he, like, snatches me and is like, hey, are you here single tonight, too? And I was like, uh, yeah. And then he just grabbed my face and, like, we made out. But then we went to the dance floor and I'm he's biting my lip. <laughs> it's, like, it's really messy. It's really messy. And my friends are me and they're like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm literally getting my face eaten on the dance floor right now. And at a certain point... He stops and he goes, I need to go outside and smoke cigarettes. Do you, do you want to come with me? And I said, no, I'm good. I'm going to like stay in here. And he was like, okay. He goes, but you don't go anywhere. And I said, okay. I, I mean, I don't know where I'm going to go. So anyways, he leaves. 
he comes and I'm dancing with my friends now. I'm just dancing with them and I'm, I'm literally like talking to a friend of mine and I see him in my peripherals like coming up from behind. Oh! And made it, he shoves my friend out of the way. <laughs> And then once again grabs my face. And I was like, oh my god. Like, my eyes are now open. And I'm like, (laughs) looking like behind his shoulder. Like, at my my friends who are like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? And then at a certain point, like, he pulls his phone out. Well, actually, no. First, he grabs my ear and he goes, I really want to fuck you. And I said, okay, well, I'm the top. So you're going to have to keep looking out there. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes, well, I want your number. So then... He, he he pulls out his phone and he hands me his phone and his phone is Icelandic so I can't read anything Stop. and he doesn't oh translate God. it and I'm like I don't know how to read this song I'm like drunkenly like trying to like find my way through the contacts oh my God. through just buttons that I do on my phone <laughs> thinking I think this is what this word means that I can't read with letters that I don't recognize so did and you I, sleep like, with him or not? no Okay. I wrote my name on his phone and I said hey text me I leave he never texted me and we went home and I had another terrible Uber experience like I always do. Oh Why do all my royalties have me making out with someone drunk and then getting in a really shitty Uber? But I no then idea. I got into an Uber and the Uber was like rumbling. It was like we were in like a fucking tank. I don't like going through Manhattan. So it's like shaking like the whole time. And it was oh a shared God. Uber, so we had to stop pick three people up on the way. Bro, why are you broke? Who takes a shared Uber? Because in New York, if you don't take a shared Uber in New York City, it's a $70 Uber trip. And I'm like, bitch, absolutely not. I'm gonna t- I'm, it, it still took us like 50 bucks with a shared Uber to get back to Brooklyn from Manhattan. Oh, because the train wasn't running fun. at 3 o'clock in the morning. True. So, mm. um, so yeah, anyways, that was my little messy gay night in New York City. Cute. That's a fun time. I don't know how cute is how I describe it, but <laughs> you're always making out with somebody, I and know, it's just. I know. And then it. throwing up, or I didn't throw up this night. Actually, I woke up the next morning totally fine, no headache, ready to go. Beautiful. Are you an alien? Who says that after drinking absinthe? Like <laughs> I just had a great time. I don't know. Okay, I need to try that. Probably because I swear <laughs> all that. <laughs> no, it's it's crazy. <laughs> absinthe is crazy. I got oh you. my gosh. I got you. <sighs> okay. okay, so B, you want to go next? Sure. Okay, so okay, my my messy story today yeah. is about moi, and um, <laughs> basically, you know, my life is literally a mess constantly. But whatever. A couple of weeks ago, I was leaving Philadelphia to return back to Orlando. I got to the airport promptly on time, baby. I actually got there. I actually got there ahead of time at seven o'clock for my nine thirty flight i like went to ruby tuesday or something got some food got myself some drinks got that I have, salad bar right because i have plane anxiety so i need to be wasted before i go before i take off so i'm like literally like chugging back beers margaritas whatever i'm like okay cool i'm lit let's get on this plane I head to my gate. We start boarding. They board about half the plane and they make an announcement saying that they have to deboard the plane because we do not have a pilot. Um, I'm a little confused. Oh I'm concerned. But fear not because they said that we'll be leaving the next hour. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Let me catch up on my Netflix show. Like, whatever. Like, I'm chilling. It's fine. Then we get a text notification about 20 minutes before we're supposed to board for our now um, 1045 flight from 930. And it says that our flight is canceled until one o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, um, okay, now I'm triggered because what the heck? Like, we're basically not going to be getting back home till 
three o'clock in the morning now. So I let my parents know. They're kind of freaking out. Um, I am too. My dad, um, who I went to go visit, he lives really far away from the airport. So I wasn't going to ask him to come and get me because I just wanted to go home at this point. But I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Let me wait it out. They said that we were going to be waiting for the next, the plane before us to land because they're running late or whatever. So it's about 12.25 in the morning now, and the plane lands, and we finally start to board the plane again. Now, we are fully boarded this time, people. Fully boarded. We start getting notifications on our phone, and it's saying that our 1 a.m. flight is now canceled. Oh so we're all literally sitting on the plane like, did you, guys get the, did you guys get that message? Did you guys get the message? We're all like, yeah, like, what's good? So the stewardess comes on the speaker, and she's like, um, I see that you guys have some notifications going off on your phone. I'm not really sure what's going on. I'm concerned again. Why don't you know what's happening with this aircraft, ma'am? Right. Um, <laughs> nobody before you right like, right <laughs> so she's like i'm gonna have to um ask somebody and then i'll come back so again we're all like sitting there really confused and this couple behind me i overhear them talking about how, how their flight earlier today was um i mean that day was canceled because their pilot from Ken from louisville to kentucky had um been arrested on the plane and i'm like word really he was arrested interesting do tell for what for thank you shane for what was he arrested for ma'am she said okay she said he was arrested for a triple homicide girl that was you that was triple homicide no 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 and i don't mean like an accidental triple homicide him shot Three people dead. But <laughs> up two bodies. Translated, he th he shot three people. Two of them, which were his neighbors, which were a married couple living by the Lord, I'm sure. Okay, and then he drove their car to a desolate location and burned the car up. And then the other person don't even know what he did with their body. And I'm like thinking <laughs> to myself, this is literally insane. The stewardess gets back on the speaker and she lets us know yes your flight is in fact canceled so we have to deboard the plane a second time it's no longer delayed it's canceled and we have to go home so we have to um now go to the customer service desk like in the airport we're literally the only my flight is the are the only people that are in the airport this time it's almost two o'clock in the morning and we had to wait in the line for about 40 minutes so it was around 2 30 when someone actually serviced us to get us accommodations for the night because we were gonna be stuck in philadelphia some people decide to sleep at the airport i don't even know it's pure madness they gave me um a hotel voucher and they rebooked my flight the next day for 2 45 p.m um, I was exhausted. By the time I got to the hotel, it was like, again, three, maybe almost four o'clock in the morning. The shuttle for the hotel took over 40 minutes oh to pick God. me up. And then when this, mind you, I, I was the first one who was calling the hotel shuttle to come pick me up. And when the shuttle gets there, this man comes out and he lifts off like probably 12 names, right? Oh, and he's no. like, you guys can go ahead and put your stuff on the bus. And I'm like, he didn't call Bianca Joel Baskins. Like, what? <laughs> what, what what's happening? And I'm like literally frustrated because I was one of the first people who were out there waiting for this bus and calling the number and so i see people getting on the bus mind y'all he had a short bus okay so it only sat 14 people okay so i'm literally counting everybody and their child like one two three four how, how many like what what i had to cut off this couple before they got onto the bus and i stood up i'm like let me tell you something right now sir i've been calling for the past hour and i'm getting on this bus today if i had to hang on from the back like i really do not care i'm not playing with you guys anymore i was so mad 
he let me sit on the bus. I was basically like sitting on a, it wasn't even a seat. It was like a corner, corner desk area on the bus. Oh my gosh. Everyone's looking like I was crazy, but I was waiting for them to say something because they knew I was there before everybody. So I didn't want to hear it. Oh, we get to the hotel. I start looking this up now because this can't really be be accurate, okay? And she was correct. He was arrested for a triple homicide on American Airlines. Look it up. Google it because it's there. And um, yeah, this, I guess it happened a couple of years ago, but they finally arrested him. And when they arrested him, the plane was, again, full, like fully boarded and they were about to take off. <laughs> like everybody was on the plane. The pilots were like, you know, like, are we ready to take for takeoff? <laughs> like and the the police came on the um plane and arrested him in front of everybody and now he's in jail jail and um it took me a whole extra 12 hours to get home but um yeah i'll never fly oh oh and then not to mention when we landed the pilot was like oh folks we seem to have a little problem here honestly that phrase right there gives me ptsd because i'm like what the hell is happening now like i don't understand he said that they were 400 meters away from the tarmac so he had to wait for somebody to come out and like pull us closer to the tarmac or bring the tarmac closer to us it took again like probably 30 to 40 minutes for them to do that because it was raining thunder and lightning don't crew is not like, no, i'm saying i'm saying i'm right saying, i'm like you can't put it you can't put that thing in reverse like what what is happening i don't know so the whole experience was so bad and then even last night i was supposed to leave atlanta and my flight got canceled again so i'm <laughs> needless to say i'm probably not gonna travel for a couple of months after this because i'm traumatized but um that guy yeah. shot three people <laughs> and burned their bodies and up what the murdered. 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 <laughs> murdered three people murdered three people right. going to jail shot and killed say hi to aunt becky pew pew <laughs> everybody <laughs> go. i guess that's the real full house bitch like <laughs> <laughs> filling up oh my god Ooh. messy All right. okay well i'm ready for mine mine requires a visual for you guys okay okay so this wasn't from this week this was from last week but the shade room of course my favorite source of news like i always say yes the shade room posted a funny um like post that chrissy teigen chrissy teigen left a comment on one of Dwayne wade's pictures um so here is the picture for you guys to see so it's Dwayne wade in a pool Hanging out in a pool. Oh, damn. oh my god! <laughs> Why you like that? Okay, hold on. So Chrissy Teigen, Dwayne Wade's caption is, "This is not an hashtag ad. This is me. This is my life." Okay. So Chrissy Teigen comments on it and said, "I unlike this in fear of being weird at Gab Union at John Legend. If you saw this." Just know I do not like it. Okay, we all get that idea. She liked this man's picture, but then thought about the fact that, like, he was shirtless. He's wearing, half like, naked, half wet. naked. So she was like, you know what? Let me unlike this. <laughs> She's my friend. Like, I don't want to seem shady. Okay, but that's not the main attraction of this fucking photo. Please zoom in. A right. moment of silence for what I just zoomed into. In the arms of the angels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, as per usual, as I'm screaming, <laughs> I'm screaming. As per usual, is that a pencil? I don't even know what what is in there. Like, <laughs> there must be a cut. Like, I don't That's even it. know. I don't know. Listen, I just report the news. That's I don't. It. <laughs> okay. So in the 
in the spirit of the shade room, the comments went crazy oh, over this picture. The shade room knew what they were doing. They knew they weren't <laughs> posting this about Chrissy Teigen's comment. They knew what they were doing. These are the comments that I found to be my favorite. This is a very short story. Unsullied. <laughs> <laughs> he got a lowercase cursive D. <laughs> <laughs> Vienna sausage. Oh, that one. Oh my god. No. Someone said 4C shrinkage is real. No. It is. Someone said. I can't. Needle dick. (laughs) I can no longer call him D Wade. It's just Dwayne. Oh no. Someone commented 50 magnifying glasses. No. <laughs> Someone oh said that God. little sausage link chow, please. Someone said his sperm has fallen and it can't get up. <laughs> All that chocolate and no almond joy. <laughs> Jesus. And my final and the favorite comment. He is not worried about y'all. He's at home bunch, bumping coochies with Gabrielle. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Shut, Shut it, it down. down. <laughs> bumping coochies. Bumping coochies with Gabrielle. Oh my goodness. Shut it down. No. And that's I it. Can't. That's all I have to say. Oh my God. The mess. I'm done with this week's episode officially. Oh no. Yes, I can't. <laughs> and there were other ones too. Like, it was just way too much. They're talking about how him and Gabrielle scissor, like, all of this stuff. It was crazy. <laughs> I still love Dwayne Wade, but damn, why would you post that picture? Put an emoji over it or something. Like, I'm, what? He posted it. Did Gabrielle post it? He, he posted, posted it. it. Yeah, honestly, even if I was Gabrielle, I would have rain checked my man. Like, look, okay, I don't know. Maybe we should just take it down. Maybe. Let's <laughs> Let me just, delete Let's this. just archive it. You know, no right. one notice. Let's just archive it right. real quick, boo. I don't know. That's just, mm, that is very sad. So that was it. That's <laughs> my story. Damn. It was short, but it was sweet. Just like Dwayne Wade's penis. i want to sign off (laughs) i'm ready to go all right everyone well that is this week's episode you know what to do if you don't already go robert go robert Robert. you know what to do yes If you don't already, go ahead and hit that channel, like, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do. And make sure you leave us a comment. We have a lovely comment on our Apple Music page right now. It is oh so sweet. Thank you so much, number one high tea honey. We love you, whoever you are. Aww. So sweet. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah? Can, I, can I do a plug? Do a plug. Okay, so I am a photographer. Uh, and I am having an anniversary sale for Gemini season that ends on June 21st. So you have a week to get 27% off all of my editorial and lifestyle services. So hit me up if you want to be about that real life. That's it. I'm telling you, I've never looked better (laughs) than in front of Sherry's camera. So go ahead and do that. Yes, myself included. She's so talented. Oh my god. So talented. What about you, Shane? Say something nice about me. Thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, well, that is it. Make sure you follow us on social if you don't already to vote for this week's royalty. Mm-hmm. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.